This is the Gary V Audio Experience. The man. Yes. Boys. There he is. He's here. That's good. The one and only. How are you, man? I'm quite well. How are you two guys? We're good, man. We, we see all the appearances you do, man. Everyone's always asking you to explain things and give advice on things, but no one ever asks you, man, how are you doing? Yeah, that's very nice of you. I appreciate that. I am doing really well, man. When you keep shit super simple, it kind of works itself out, you know? What, yeah. what does that mean? Like what? I think like, I don't give a fuck about most shit. Mm -hmm. You know, like as long as my fucking family's healthy, like the business stuff is like, I love doing it. I'm so lucky that it's like my natural, you know, I always think of like skiers or painters or like, I, I genuinely believe like if you're truly an entrepreneur, like I'm old, you guys are youngsters. I'm 46. When I was coming up, entrepreneurship wasn't even a fucking word. I never even heard it. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to sell lemonade and sell baseball cards and go to garage. You know, like it was what I liked. It was my craft. It was like my art. So the fact that I like am good at the thing that I naturally like doing the most is such a fucking, you know, you're just, that's like luck of the fucking DNA game, you know? Yeah. Well, you say we're youngsters, but you're 46. Cody, you're 50. Ah, <laughs> got it. <laughs> I'm a sprightly 31, actually. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's Appreciate crazy, man. That. And, great, and great fucking hair. Wow. Oh, let's go. Really? Wow. Okay, can I... I who would debate that? <laughs> I will. He would. He fucking would. You know who? <laughs> he, he would. Yes, he would. I'll debate that's anything. Just because that's, that's called brotherly love when you're just such boys. No yeah. matter how much good shit is happening, yeah. you're still going to... Like, my friends, my inner circle... I, there's nothing I can do that they're not going to make fun. It's actually why I love the shit. Like, like one of the reasons I couldn't wait to like do this with you guys is like, I'm so ridiculous as a communicator. Like, I think I'm the greatest fodder for like laughs. And so me and my boys are that way. That's how he is. Like anybody that wasn't close to you would all agree that your hair is the best but your boy can be like, your hair sucks shit. Yeah, your <laughs> and hair sucks shit. And the problem is that's the only person you believe is that guy. <laughs> you're like, fuck, man, I am. It there's, does suck. It's receding a little bit. God damn it. You know what's funny? And I think you guys know this in the context, I think, of what you guys do so well. There's something so special about, like, that inner circle that, like, the love, the raz, the zinging, and the hug. Like, it's all just one same macro, like, like all love, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. A lot of people misconstrue my, my brutality for hate, but it's love, you know, when <laughs> I, I, I actually genuinely understand that. Hell yeah. Well, I actually, really do. can I, okay, here, this actually is a good segue into my next question. Cause please we, so we DM'd on October 11th when I asked you to do this. Damn, are we yeah, in then, court? And then, <laughs> On October 11th, <laughs> I sent you a DM. Yeah, but then, and then, so we arranged this and we said, okay, let's make it happen. Hit me on the email, whatever. And then October 15th, you sent me a video of yourself. It was a TikTok that you did saying that, uh, it was basically saying like you lose out on opportunities by making fun of them or being negative. And then you said, had to do it. And I just want to know, do you, do you hate me? Oh, I... Oh, I'm sorry. I sent that to like 25 people that I had just talked to on DM. I meant had to do it to society. That wasn't just to you. Oh, what I, I do is, 
I thought well, it was I, I thought it was ultra no. targeted at me because you had seen like no. uh, you know something that we did and you were like you know what the he actually needs to know this this is a the, the, yes the, that's the, the one stuff the stuff like that or like like there are so many people that are so sorry what just happened there are so many people that are like I I actually think the way I do keynotes is so affected by stand-up comedy and Randy the Macho Man Savage, <laughs> right? Like mm-hmm. when I, like, as I, like I was doing it, I was doing it and then finally I was like, why is that how I do it? And I was like, oh fuck, I used to listen to stand-up 24 seven, you know, jerky boys, fucking, you know, Eddie Murphy raw. And I watched wrestling promo videos like it was my job. And I'm like, oh shit, subconsciously, this is like how I do shit. And I think for me, like when, now that I'm known enough that people do shit about me, A, I'm humbled. I'm like, this is crazy that I'm subject matter for talented people. And two, if you fucking take yourself so fucking serious that you don't see when people that actually have talent are doing shit with it, that you are so insecure that you get mad or upset, you're a fucking idiot. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Damn. Like for me, the the stuff, you know, because you guys do so well, the stuff that I've seen, first of all, I it's very easy for me to see who is talented and being creative versus does somebody have malicious intent and wants to hurt somebody. It's just, I don't know, for me, it comes very natural. I'm not even talking about me. I'm just like talking like when you watch shit, mm, I'm like, yeah. that's creativity and pop culture. Oh, this person's hurting inside and just wants to tear this other person. Ah, like, it's yeah. so crystal clear. Yep. Yeah. So for me, no, I mean, I think you guys are genuinely talented and I'm oh, like thank you, man. flattered for any time I'm in your fucking mouths. Damn. That means a lot, honestly. Damn. So you've seen Demented Gary Vee then? Yes. Okay, good. I, I, we wanted to ask I, you what you thought I of that. I sometimes want to be demented, Gary. Yes. My mom did too good of a job in making me nice, but I've seen it. And and really, and you know this, like you guys watched it. I, I feel, I'm making assumptions, that you guys are as good as you are because you're watching everything in culture. I think that I have a fucking funny communication style that out of context, I think it's real funny, well, real fast. Wait, wait. I think I think that yeah, like like saying stuff like I want to rip my arms off and or what did you say in that? Oh, you said yeah. like kill your family or something. Yeah, no, 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 in the original but, TikTok. Before we go down this road, okay, Gary, okay. can you just can you just make my year and say picture swallowing a bag of nails? Can you just say that line? A mayonnaise of, of nails, nails, like nails. Yes, got it. I'm sorry, I was like mayonnaise. What did I miss? <laughs> I need you to picture yourself <laughs> swallowing a bag of nails. <laughs> oh, you're a legend. You're a fucking legend for that. Holy you shit. Know, what's really funny about all that stuff, like I'll rip my arm off to be 25 or like, you know, how do I not worry about dumb shit? Well, imagine picturing your family get, you know, Th- those are like me trying to like shake somebody totally, who's yeah. like upset yeah. about like totally. they got to be on the report card or their friend got a totally, Porsche man. and they don't yeah. have one. And yeah. I'm like, bro, like think about this shit on the flip side. And this is where TikTok 
as a format fucked me. I was like, oh shit, people can stitch shit, edit it the way they want to. Like, you know. Yeah, now you have people armless bleeding out on TikTok and they're like, Gary told me to do it. And now Gary's on the other side. Like, I didn't tell you to do it. I was just using a metaphor, man. Metaphors are dangerous. I'm a, right now and I'm a metaphor fucking machine. So I'm in, and, and I'm a, and I'm a, like, let's be, let's put shit in perspective, yeah. dude, right? Like, yeah. you know how much bad shit can happen? And totally. you're upset about, you didn't get the promotion? Yeah. Like, every day on this earth, people get very upsetting news, like really genuinely upsetting news. And I'm like, fuck man, just be grateful for what you have and just the dumb shit that people cry about. Yeah. Yeah, no, get it. What were you going to say a second ago, Cody? Sorry, I cut you Nothing. off. Nothing. I was just going to say it, it is, it seems like it's more effective, especially in in those mediums to use hyperboles and to speak hyperbolic like I that mean, where you're me, like because it makes me, a great clip yeah code you know what for me on some real shit this is like what's fun back to like the friends we were talking about the funniest shit is like all my friends were like man i wish the world knew that you've been doing this shit like i've always been ridiculous in my mm. metaphors mm. like i don't really have a different gear i'm different contextually if we were sitting down for an hour and you're like hey we want to really blow this business out. Yeah. And like, how do you think about what we, like, you'd be like, whoa, that's a different Gary than we had on the podcast. Cause I go into like operations mode. Right. And I'm we're like, you know, it's like a different, it's a, the context is different. Yeah. What? But in yeah. general, like talking differently has really been who I've been my whole life. Mainly cause I failed every class and I'm not well read. I had to almost make up my own language. Right. Got you. Gary, you know, I'm going to say, the rate at which you can talk and the type of you know, metaphors and stuff you can put together, I think you could rap very well. I think- Well, bro, now you're talking about something that is the great devastation of my life of something that doesn't matter. I love hip hop rap so much. Yeah. I feel like I see what you're saying too. Yeah. Real rappers, like real guys and gals say it to me, but there's a devastating last piece the sheer lack of music ability I have in Dude, any shape. We're on the same page there, bro. <laughs> Me and you are on the same page. I somehow like managed in the to. Shower, I'm like, no, no. I fucking, this is going to be like, literally this happened six months ago. I'm like, you know what? I used to be super out of shape and not healthy. It doesn't come natural to me. I hate it more than life. But over the last eight years, I got a fucking babysitter trainer. I got educated of like, cal- like I got a little, and I, I worked it. I actually achieved something that doesn't come natural to me. For sure. So like nine months ago, I'm like, I'm going to do that with rap. I don't have a musical fucking bone in my body. And so like it, for like a month in the shower, I'm like literally trying uh, to spit bars. No. I've got the bars. I just have no musical cadence at all. Come on, man. Like, none. You're a powerful man. We have to get you in. Jay-Z would gladly sit down with you. I mean, we have to get someone to work this out. So you, but you, you've got the bars, though, you're saying. You have the lyrics. Yeah, I, no. I know how to, like, I definitely know how to say shit. Gary Bars cannot live and die in the shower, man. They have to see the, the light of day. We have to get this out there. You know, you've conquered a lot of things. If we could get, I do need to win. Yeah, you're right. If we get Polo G featuring Gary V, oh my God, that would be a hundred insane. G, when Polo when Polo G was smart enough to sample Smooth Criminal, I literally, literally said to myself, "This guy's gonna be so uncomfortably famous." <laughs> Just the understanding of how humans work, the range, 
I was like, oh, this is like a different version of Drake. One that I really like. I fuck with Polo G Heavy. I do really like that song. The one with the Me too. Because everyone, listen, Alien Ant Farm had a fucking hit with it. It's fucking smooth criminal. That's it's a good ass song. I actually like that. I like the Alien Ant Farm version more than the Michael <laughs> oh. Jackson version. <laughs> yeah, the Alien Ant Farm version hit hard. <laughs> and that's just proof I have no musical talent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, okay. Well, we can sidebar this, but we definitely need to get uh polo g alien ant farm you know uh, and gary v all on one track i mean that's just you know that's my musical goal for the year yeah you know i don't that i don't would literally I don't, be the greatest day of my life yeah i don't have any strings to pull so i'm gonna rely on you <laughs> to pull them but you know you can make it happen well you answered a lot of our questions already because i feel like coming in we weren't sure we we're like man uh does Gary hate us? What, you know? We really weren't sure what the context yeah, yeah. of this was because you had sent that DM. So I was like, maybe he God, really I'm hates so us. I mean, I didn't even really consider that you might have just been blasting it out to everyone. Well, I, I thought I was what, like, what, damn. You know what I do when I have a, it, like a post that I'm excited about? I'll just kind of go into like my inbox and like send it to like 10 or 15 people and be like, damn. like, it's kind of like a gut check of like people that I think get it. And see, oh. like, what it's almost like a, I thought this was good. Did you think this was good? Kind of like vibe. So that, because we DM'd the, like a couple days earlier, right, right, you, were right. at the, you were in that fucking range. Yeah. Damn. Where, you have like, like a hundred million hours of video footage of you from all these different like yeah. talks and convent. Like how long yeah. have you been filming yourself doing everything? Somewhere around... Somewhere around 20, what are we in 2022? I think in 17 or 18 or 16, like I was like, you know, you'll find this interesting of why I think this is so cool. Yeah. And you guys are going to live this life. You are literally, literally going to have a conversation in 41 years with one of your grandkids around this exact video right now. And that is like fucking wild. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, for me, it was like my great grandfather, my grandfather, both my grandfathers died before I got to meet them. Yeah. And my parents who I adore always like, we have such, they're only 20 years older than me. Like the old country in Russia, you had kids early. Like we're like friends, not just like they're my parents. Mm-hmm. And like, they give me so, they spit so much like emotional game to me of like, man, you do this just like my dad did. Like, you know, they both lost their dads young. Dang. And it fucking, I think just weighed on me. And at some level, I, you know, it kind of started with like, you know what? I have shit to say. I'm interested in this. I'm going to put this on wax, AKA video. And like, it'll be cool. Like if God forbid something atrocious happens to me, or even if not, it'll be like fun to be like chilling. And like the, like the grandkid runs in and be like, yo, was Cody's hair that nice? I was like, yeah, it was really nice. <laughs> like, and so I think that humans right now underestimate what's happening because there isn't a generation for us to point to. Yeah, It's really fucking rad that you guys have this and you're going to chop it up with people in the future. So I like putting it on. It's like just having photos, right? Like my family didn't have a lot of photos because in Russia, you didn't do that shit. And so like, I just lost all this family heritage. I kind of like that my life is filmed out. And I also like being right and wrong. I love the merit of the game. Like, I love the game so much. Like, it's fun to be like, oh fuck, I was right about, like, I secretly like wonder like, man, if NFTs don't win, I'm gonna have unlimited film to make fun of myself. (laughs) So, So I think it also in a weird way by filming, 
puts me in a position of accountability of being sharp. And then finally, you know, being known, you know, I'm an entrepreneur being known leads to business opportunities, right? Like I, I want to have business opportunities. It's my game. And the more I put out good shit, the more I'm right the more that leads to people being like, fuck, this dude knows what the fuck he's talking about. Maybe we should do business with him. And that, it, you know, that's my craft. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, we probably will chop it up with our kids about you because um, if an asteroid hits this earth, the only footage we're going to have of humans <laughs> is just going to be Gary. Like, we're going to lose everything else. We'll lose YouTube, we'll lose everything, but footage of Gary will definitely be around. <laughs> yeah, it'll I, be I gotta admit, I do fuck with cockroaches. I think they're underrated. And so when I think that, you know, they always say, like, if a nuclear bomb comes, the cockroaches win. I'm like, I'm going to be a fucking cockroach. Like, you know, so I think maybe that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. This is going to be a probably a really boring question for everyone else, but for everyone listening right now, but my favorite podcast ever is How I Built This. And so when I listened to your episode, that was the first time that I really got that side of you where you were just kind of like, yeah, I like to be made fun of. And I and I got like the backstory with the wine and stuff like that. Yeah. And I, I suggest everyone go listen to that because it, it was like one of my favorite episodes. But I want to know, is Guy Raz just like the absolute fucking man? Dude, he's such a strong... Like, you know, it was funny. You and like... This is back to like the way I put out content. So, you know, the way I put out content, no question has baggage that comes along with it, which is in that format, it's incredibly difficult to show depth. Right. Right. And I'm incredibly Are you talking proud. about like with TikToks and like- Well, the, the TikTok, like, like the jokes, the joke stuff's on a planet by itself, but even like the stuff that isn't like funny or like the Menta Gary, like the funny analogies, like even just my business content in That's, 45 yeah. seconds, you can only do so much damage. Right, yeah, really, yeah. it's a moose boosh to try to get you to dig deeper and then go into the longer form. How I built this emails and they're like three hours. And I'm like, get the fuck out. I'm, I'm, like, I'm so like 15 minutes, seven minute meet. Like I go hard and fast. Hell I'm yeah. like three hours. And I, I kind of said no to myself and my team. I was like, eh, you know, it's, a, it's the, one of the best, but I don't know if I've got three hours for it, right? There's too much going on. And then I kind of slept on it. I was like, yeah, I just like Guy a lot. His energy's so awesome. It is such a great show. I was like, fuck it, let's do it. And in hindsight, it was a remarkably good thing because listen, it, no matter how built, much built you are to be able to deal with judgment and not, you don't give a fuck, every human cares. And you know, even if you're good at taking jokes or you're good at people misunderstanding, and I'm really good at it. I just really am. It's how I'm built. That's my mom's doing. That's my growing up in the gutter doing. There's a lot that got me there. I'd be lying if I didn't say I'm really glad I did that show because I am flabbergasted by how many people have come up to me, emailed me, DM me and said, you know what? That podcast put the final tease and like there was things that were missing that I heard in there that give me a different point of view. And that's like, listen, it's nice. Like, why wouldn't you want somebody to think fondly of you versus you suck? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Well, that's good to know. I, I that's that, that question was for me, you know, Shout out Although that, that is like one of the most popular podcasts of all time, but it's my favorite. I was fucking, I've been listening forever. Yeah. It's a great podcast. This is like a hard pivot. Uh, Kyle, we didn't prepare the Sex in the City scene. We wanted to do a reading of a Sex in the City script with you because we thought it'd be funny, but I don't know if we have it. So we could just move on from that. <laughs> <laughs> we just want to let we, you know that what, was guys, on. Where are, you, where are you guys based? I forgot. Uh, well, we're in space. We're in space, yeah. I'm what? aware. But, but like real life. All right, well, oh, oh, we're both in LA. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So 
like I'll be in LA for Super Bowl. I'm pretty jam packed, but I'm there a lot. Let me come in and let's act out the scene. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Can we do that? What's better than audio video? Let's yeah. fucking actually go there. Dude. I, yes. I, mean, I cannot I'm wait. hundred percent. I cannot wait. So you're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm going to the I Super heard there's Bowl. a bunch of NFT shit happening with the Super Bowl. Wait, or no, could no, no. Be... Before we get into that, let's okay, talk okay. about the, the big ticket item. Gary, how close are you to getting the getting the Jets? <laughs> yeah, how close are you, dude? Be honest. Um, I'm in striking distance. Like, I don't have the wealth. I don't have the wealth yet. But I'm, I'm really crafty. And I feel like I've done a lot of things well. I have two significant businesses in VaynerX and now VFriends. I feel that I'm young. I don't think the Johnsons family who own the Jets are transacting anytime soon. And really to be frank with you dudes, like, and I think I said on how built this, I don't know if they used it. Like, I just love trying. Like if Karen Thompson buys the Jets in six weeks and everyone's shitting me online, like, fuck you, see, eat it. Like, you'd be surprised of like how much I actually don't give a shit. Yeah. It's been well so fun trying, like the last, 40 years, like I've been on this kick since third grade or fifth grade. I don't remember exactly, but like the game of like chasing something sure. and like trying to strategize and can I do it? Am I good enough? Will it happen? Will I get lucky in timing? Like all the shit that you think about when you've made up this fun goal has been really fucking fun. I think I'm going to pull it off. Dudes, on some serious shit, I think I'm going to pull it off. And on some other serious shit, if I pull it off, I expect somebody to make a movie of my life because that's some gangster shit. <laughs> Well, we well, actually have some news. We actually have some news for you. Yeah, dude. We Bad just news. we just bought the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. A couple of my friends made, you know, I grew up in the Web2 game and some of these characters made big businesses and made like real money. And it's like inevitable. Back to like your friends razzing you. Like every time a homie cashed out for a B, they would text me and be like, I'm buying the Jets. And like, so I've... Uh, Damn I, it. What a what a text, man! What a life <laughs> you lead. Hey, Seriously. brother, it's, just, the, uh, it's the ultimate flex. Hey, just sold my was, company. And I imagine I'm that was incredibly wealthy, and I'm gonna slice your throat by <laughs> taking your dream from you. I imagine that was like in response to you saying congratulations to. Hey, man, congrats on the sale! I saw the totally. saw the TechCrunch article. Totally. Thanks. I just bought the That's Jets, it. by the by way. way. Literally, literally. Literally saying, I just saw the TechCrunch article happen one of the times. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm, it's really fun to chase. Look, I got blessed. I grew up wanting to be an athlete because I love sports. sports. Sports taught me kind of America. Like that's when I became Americanized. You know, I was born yeah. in the Soviet Union, playing Nerf outside, watching with like, I moved to Edison, New Jersey. These kids were all playing Nerf ball, football. They were like, hey, who do you like? I was like, I barely spoke English. I'm not even sure what the fuck. They're like, you're a Jets fan. They kind of <laughs> took me They took me in. And like, it really meant a lot to me, sports. Yeah. And then first, second, third, fourth grade, my hand-eye coordination was so on point that I was like a beast. I was good at tennis. I was good at baseball. I was good at everything I could catch. I was all that. By fifth grade, I was like, something's happening here. Everyone's getting much stronger, much faster, much bigger. And like, <laughs> and so by sixth grade, I'm like, oh, I'm not doing anything that looks anything close to that. Damn. And so, and so then I kind of switched it to, I'm a businessman, I'm gonna do this thing. So my whole life, it was almost like the booby prize. Then I got older and probably about 10 years ago when I started to be in a place in my life where I started becoming friends with athletes, I realized, oh shit. And it really hit me probably six, seven years ago. I was like, oh, 
These guys and girls, this was like their dream their whole life, their passion. They did it at the highest levels. And then your body tells you, you can't do this anymore. Yeah. And they're 36, 33, 27, 41, yeah. and it's over. And they go through a very difficult transition, mm-hmm. like depression, like really. Tri- and, and so like somewhere about five, six years ago, I was like, oh, shit, I got lucky. The thing that I love and the thing that I'm good at, I could be doing at 80. Yeah. Your body isn't the variable. And so I'm very yeah. grateful for that. That's a good point, man. Yeah. There, everyone goes through that period or like one of those realizations where you're like oh fuck i'm not the best at this mm-hmm. i used to think i was so for it to happen younger i feel like it's a lot better yeah. for me it was in college when i because i was like a cool guy in high school and then i went to college and i was like oh, i'm a fucking loser <laughs> <laughs> you mean from like, like your ability to hook up no just like socially like where people saw me in terms of how funny i was how cool i was like you know, I moved like, to a completely a top, different. Were you top tier in high school? Like, well, he was homeschooled. Yeah, I mean, so, <laughs> <laughs> your mom thought you were the coolest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, she like, I said I was the most handsome. I would go around seriously. You best looking, <laughs> most likely to succeed. Yeah, and then I went to Victoria. Exactly, and then I went to college, and I was like, everyone here is so much more handsome than I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cody's yearbook was three pages. It was like, congratulations, a picture of him, and then the end. No. His mom, dad, and, and then the a dog, family photo. And the dog, and the dog yeah. Exactly. So that was pretty shocking for me. No. Going no. to college, you know? I, th- um, I, th- I think it happens along the way in all categories of everything. Mm-hmm. And, it, and then actually, back to the content, like so much of what I'm just trying to tell people is like, and what? And mm-hmm. fucking what? Mm-hmm. Okay, you're not the fucking fastest. You're not the best looking. You're not the best at school. You don't make the most money. And fucking what? Imagine your family dying. I believe in that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that it's incredible comedic fodder. Yeah. And and I love that. And like, it yeah. makes me genuinely smile. On the flip side, one thing I'm incredibly proud of is the shit that comes out of my mouth. I believe so fucking much you can't even imagine. No, I I, I trust that. I think... You definitely have like, it's conviction. Conviction, yeah, hundred percent, man. I don't think like I really, yeah. and I also know that I'm more interested in being historically correct than transacting now, and so it gives me this level of like confidence of like, okay, I know what my north star is. It's not to get a bag right now from like a brand deal or like like I can I'm good at that part it's yeah. about like actually being right about this shit because it's like fun are you good at life yeah let mm-hmm. alone and so it does make me flow freely but it also requires if you're gonna live that life so for you guys right in your towns when I watch it if somebody's really going there and they don't have the humility and like ability to understand for example, <laughs> demented Gary Vee or whatever else you do, they're actually vulnerable because they actually aren't secure in their framework. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gary, I have a, a, a very like simple question for you. When you upload stuff to you to YouTube, do you you know how YouTube gives you that little ranking? Like this video is one out of ten or eight out of ten. Do you care about shit like that? Or are you just like, nah, I'm just doing what I want to do and I don't give a fuck? No, I just want to do like Mr. Beast is a, is a friend yeah. and he's like, man, you could be so much bigger. And I'm like, I get it. You're like thumbnail title, like cadence inside of it. 
And I'm just like, man, I just want to say the shit that I want to say. And it's like, like, yes, I, listen, for my profession, I want to teach brands and I myself want to do it right. I do want to do it right. Mm-hmm. Like, why not have more people hear your shit mm-hmm. on YouTube? Like, if you asked me on Instagram, I went five years really thinking about how to do it, quote unquote, right, but not compromising what I say. Sure. On YouTube, I take a different approach. It's longer form, the majority of it. And I'm like, I need this place for people to get the complete picture. So if YouTube wants to give me a one, like, fuck you, YouTube, I'm putting this out. Yeah, yeah, okay. Listen, the, the restaurant. The NFT restaurant? Yeah. Are yeah. we are we good to come through? <laughs> well, if we don't have an NF, if we don't have the the membership, can we just slide through the back door or something like that? I mean, if you put an, if you want to put on, because if you want to punch in and work, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can go through the back to the employee entrance. <laughs> I got I got I got good news for you guys. When you guys come to New York in Q one early next year, I've got a couple of seats that are my table thing. I, it would be a genuine pleasure oh, hell to yeah. have dinner with you guys and chop it up and get to know each other better. And we will do it in fly fish club because chef Capon and chef Khan, like this is what's so great about getting older. Like these are two chefs that I've watched in New York do their fucking thing for 20 years. So like the lack of anxiety I have that we are going to dominate the food program and that we are going to be super on point. So it'd be really fun to, to do that with you guys. For I would sure. love, I honestly would love that. Yeah, I, it's the same. I would, I would love to. Are you guys into wine? Um, I'll drink it. Right, I'm but a, you don't nerd on it. Nah. No. What about bourbon? Uh, not really. I know a little bit about gin. No shit, it's funny. I've been thinking a lot more about gin because gin hasn't popped insane yet. And so that's like the white space, you know? That's exactly, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Literally took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. Verbatim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I yeah, yeah, listen, we should... I know, I know this is like my time, but I'm enjoying this so much. And I'm sure there's like, like I know how these things go. There's probably some things we didn't get to. So I'm just gonna hang for five more minutes if you allow me to and I'll be late for my next meeting. For sure. Dude. Oh absolutely. What else yeah. you got? That'd be um, fucking perfect. I mean, dude, okay. I, I You're so good at giving advice. I wanted to put you in an unethical context, all right? If someone okay. if someone is down bad and they needed to steal, what would you tell them to steal? Whatever was most stealable. Okay. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, like, 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 like if you work at tar- like if you work at my dad's wine store, like, and you're in stocking shelves, like, steal the expensive wine. Okay. Okay. Like if you work at Vayner, like see which offices are open in the executive's room and take the most expensive shit. Like, Listen, like, employees, are you hearing this shit? <laughs> Jeez. Listen, you asked me the question, I have to give you the answer. Right? What, is, I don't know, like, what do you think the worst advice you've ever given? What is it, do you think? You know, I'll be, I'll be vulnerable here. I didn't understand, this is actually funny. As Gary V on stage, because I'm talking to masses, I think candor is a strength of mine. I like want to go to the punchline. Mm-hmm. As an executive, because I've been building business my whole life, I actually really struggled with candor. I, didn't, I don't like confrontation. I, and I always thought that I could fucking figure it out. I knew that I didn't value the money enough 
And I liked my people, my team, my home. Like I really, from day, like day one was like employees as family. Like I was really about that life. And so I'd always try to like figure it out. And so early in my career, when my best friend joined, I was like, look, if someone sucks, you don't tell them. You try to manage around it and build them up and get them there. Mm. And in hindsight, it was bad advice. Now what I've learned is what ended up happening was I realized, man, there's been people that have worked for me that don't like me. And I was like, how could that be? Because I don't like, I know who I am. Like, I don't value the money enough. I love the people. This is something's broken. I was like, fuck, it's the candor. I would, I'd be like, Cody, you're great. Like Cody, great hair day. Cody, good shit. And then out of nowhere on Tuesday, I'd be like, yo, Cody got five minutes. So Cody, listen, we're going to have to let you go. And he'd be like, what the fuck? And, 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 he was like, you said my hair was awesome on Friday. I'm like, yeah, but you know, like, and you know, as a kid in my you 20s, can still be, my 30s, You can still be unemployed and have great hair. So later, dude, so, you're. And, so, and so, so I really struggled with candor. Mm. And somewhere around four or five years ago, I switched up my game because I had to have that moment where I was like, look, what can I be better at? What the fuck's not working? And, and I put this concept of kind candor into my head. I'm like, look, I can tell somebody they're really not good at their job but I can unscare them by being aggressive about contextualizing it and communicating. And it's really helped me. So to answer your question, the worst advice I gave in my, I would have made videos about this back then and I would have been wrong. My evolution helped me get there is if someone's like not good, actually letting them know and trying to build them up from it is dramatically better than trying to work around it. Cause you as the owner or the manager will gain, will get resentment over the, time and then eventually you'll just have this kind of like either you'll subconsciously force them out and they've sensed it and they don't like that or you'll drop that tuesday morning bomb when friday was awesome and then you're really not doing the right thing and that's something i've had to work on damn that's deep yeah it was deep that's a great answer i mean in these in this last buzzer beater minute i'm gonna try to throw you uh, throw another one out here um you are obviously a connoisseur of nfts you know about a lot of nfts Who's got the ugliest NFT art? Are you goading me into? <laughs> yeah, I can hear the background. I mean, the answer is me. No, I mean, no, 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 that's not what we were no. doing. Oh, I, oh, no, that's not okay, what we were doing. No. Listen, I'm famously, you know, I thought I was doing a good thing because, you know, it had to be provenance and I was going to draw it and it came <laughs> to my soul and I was going to doodle it. And I was like all proud of it. I was like, you know, this is important. If I'm going to build this Disney Pokemon Transformers like world from day one, the fact that it came from my heart and my brain and my soul and my fucking Sharpies, that's authentic. And I was like all proud as shit. It comes out, it crushes, but like everyone's like, you fucking asshole. These kindergarten drunks suck shit. My fucking three-year-old niece kid. And I was like, and so like, there's a lot of people that think be friends is actually the answer. Damn. Uh, It does seem like, it does kind of seem like, like a commentary on the whole thing. Like it seems kind of ironic a little bit. Well, I'll I'll tell you, it's actually the reverse. It's ironic if you think it's all about the subjective art. Mm -hmm. It's incredibly not ironic if you understand what NFTs are, Uh. which is contractual utilities that can do so many other things, that they are the gateway to my conference. When I build my IP, when I build my Disney world and mm-hmm. the original V friends is lifetime pass, people can be like, oh fuck. Like people don't understand where this world's going. They're underestimating it the way they underestimate YouTube when I was there day one in 06, the way they underestimated the internet, the way they underestimated Twitter, fucking TikTok. It's all the same shit, bro. People underestimate the new 
because they don't have enough curiosity, confidence, or patience to see it through. Damn. Bars. That's a bar right there, man. There you go. Put, put that you, on a beat, man. <laughs> fellas, listen to me. I see you. You guys have real fucking talent. I cheer oh, for you. Thank I wish you, you Thank you, man. Shit. Thank really you so much, it. Gary. Really appreciate, appreciate you for it. coming on, bro. And thank you Thanks, so much man. for doing this. Okay. We really appreciate it. Of course. Take care, Take care guys. Enjoy the next meeting, man. Bye. Real nice meeting you guys. <laughs>